Wow, that shit went by fast. All that ass in that video went by fast. All the ass went by fast. Money Moo, what's the motherfucking deal, nigga? You already know. Oh, there go the instrumental. Hey, if you don't know where the fuck you at, welcome to Fuck Back God Talk Live. I am your host, Sean of God Radio, Sean Sean August, the Haitian sensation, the R&B sensation. Real nigga blues in your packets right now. To the left on the pulpit with me. As y'all saw in this caption, nigga, I yell out the car. Johnny, you wanna do a motherfucking pocket? Nigga said, hell yeah, nigga. I said, I'm at nine o'clock in the morning. This nigga said, hey, I wake up at four, nigga. You ain't said nothing but a word. Nigga here early, man. I appreciate you 100,000%. Um, before we go too crazy, I always like to start everything off with a prayer. But before I even do that, I want to thank the believers for tuning in to church every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 a.m. Facebook Live. Uh, shout out to everybody who's going to rewatch this later on uh, YouTube. We're on Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Tidal. You can tell Alexa to play God Talk Live and she will follow instructions like always. Um, but let's go ahead and get this prayer cracking, man. Uh, real, real fast. Turn this instrumental down. Uh, Father God, of course, it's your boy tapping in with you again one more time. Uh, before I ask you for anything, I got to thank you for everything. And, and what I want to do is I want to thank you for the natural state, the natural beauty that we take for granted so fast, so far too often. The, the stuff we put the wigs on, the stuff we put the clothes on, Father, the natural gifts that you gave us, that Adam and Eve essence. Thank you for that, Father. And if I ask you for anything, I want to ask you to help us appreciate that and also give us that desire to be fresh because ain't nothing wrong with feeling good and looking good. You look good. You play good. Father, I Thank you in advance for this great show. Thank you for Johnny and Cuzzo. Amen, amen, amen. And let's get it cracking. Let me finish rolling this blunt. And we about to get disrespectful with my nigga Johnny. We got, we got to get disrespectful with this nigga twice, actually. But first, we're going to start with the man, the father, the actor, the model, the designer. Who the fuck is Johnny Fresco? Wow, man. Talk to him. Oh, you want me to tell you that? Yeah. Oh, you just explained it, man. Uh, the acting part, I never really... Uh throw out there like that so thank you for that bro that's kind of something i keep to myself mm -hmm. um but yeah that's something that both my daughter and i get to uh enjoy so that's dope that they uh took her in you know what i mean Easy. she was able to come in and get get some money off of that too but yeah i appreciate that bro got a sad car baby i'm an actor um i design so i started doing <laughs> both at the same time okay um my goal was to actually be a, a runway model that's what I wanted to do for real, for real. Cause I just wanted to wear, like you said, fly clothes, bro. Mm -hmm. I wanted to wear expensive clothes, like, and wear them my way, walk down the runway, travel. Like that was the goal. And, um, I got turned down by a gang of agencies, bro. Like almost every big agency in LA turned me down. Mm, rejection. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then, uh, uh, actually my best friend's cousin helped me connecting me with the agent that I have now. Um, I sent her some pictures that I took that a friend helped me take like my first professional shoot. And she sent it to a friend who sent it to a friend who became my first agent, who is uh, Carol Naff at M Model Management. And they gave me my oh, first Carol. opportunity. Okay. Yeah. No contract, no nothing. Just, you know, sign. Hey, you pay us our percentage. We get you work. 
Handshake deal. Simple as that. And that was Handshake my first deal. Is that still a thing yet? I stayed Hand- with them for 10 years okay. until um, Carol just retired. Um, the other agent, Maria, took over and changed the name of the agency. And then shout out to Stephanie Taylor, who is now my agent at No Filter Management. She was the assistant. I like that name. Yeah, she was the assistant for about six, seven years there. And she branched off when they retired and started her own agency. So I went with the younger, you know, more... Yeah, I felt like gotcha. more vibrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like <laughs> one is one is about to retire, and then one is brand you new. You know what I'm hot. saying? Yeah. So I went with the younger, you know, because I felt like she understood the direction we're going in mm-hmm. now. So I went with her. So shout out to them on the acting and the modeling tip because that that's something I've been doing. Like I did my background work. Uh, I did my LA casting work where it was sixty dollars and you sitting in the cold. Uh, yeah, I heard about that. Oh my bro, you got to stand outside. Or you got to get there early or some shit. It's bad, bro. Um, you get there and it's usually, I mean, a twelve hour day is light. Like that's like standing up. For, that's standard. You know what I mean? And you're sitting, not not even always standing up. Sometimes you'll be like, it'll be freezing cold, raining or something like that. And because you're not sag they don't have certain criteria mm. that they have to meet to accommodate you. So they can basically give you the bare minimum. And they sit you there, bro, and you until they need you, bro. You sitting around, you just an extra, you just a prop. You just like a chair, you like anything else on the TV show or on a movie or whatever. So when they need you, they call you, you do what you do. You go back to the holding until we need you again, until your day is up. And they said you only really get bread if you're in the union. You only get, yeah. That's the only time. That's the time. That's when you get paid for, like, hey, that's man. when you're sitting there and you're like, you know what? I'll sit here and do this now because I'm going to at least get a nice check for sitting here. At but least. But non-union, you're probably getting, I mean, base is what, like 60 bucks, 75 bucks? and then, A day? Yeah. And then, of course, you're happy if you go to 12 hours or something like that because you're getting, you know, double time. So you may end up leaving with a $150 check, something like that. For a day. Mm-hmm. Minimal work, maybe that day. Maybe. Maybe and sitting in the trailer all day. That's about 12, 14 hours just sitting. But if you're in around. the union, what, what what's the possibilities there financially? Uh, Now you're talking more like 600, okay, 7, 8, 50, maybe mm. 1,000 sometimes. And you hoping they go OT. And you hoping they go OT because now every time they violate something like, oh, we didn't go to lunch on time. That makes that's sense. That's another $100. Oh, we did... You know, we had you around smoke. That's another hundred dollars. We had you around bubbles. That's fifty dollars. You know what I mean? I gotta like, pay you hundred dollars for smoking around. Oh, I mean, <laughs> sh- yeah, we could be, nigga, we could. We I start out. acting like James Brown in this bitch. Like, <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> smoke around. I appreciate you for showing um, up, nigga. Nigga was on time and early, nigga. All that. Um, so let's get rude and disrespectful one more time, man. Um, I saw your work. I had the pleasure of studying you for the last twenty four hours. I see you hustling. Um, what the fuck is Dead Fresh Crew? So, so my shout out to my uncle Stan because he pressed me to uh, come up with a meaning for it. So, dead is to change a current way. Fresh is to start new, and crew is to join our crew. Wow! Where you hold the power to write your own destiny, which is our you know our creed, our motto. Right in the terms of R I G H T, which is in terms of being just, correct, truthful to yourself. So, mm-hmm. write your own destiny in terms of what it means to you. So you can join our crew, but our crew was never to be Scratch the same. That question off the list. Yeah, our crew, <laughs> our crew was never to be the same. Like I, I always wanted all, all my homies, everybody, anybody who mess with me, you joining, you rock with us, bro. Write your own destiny is so that you come into this crew with your own goal, your own direction. 
but we come together as a collective just to keep each other on track. You know what I mean? Just to Account- holding each other accountable. Accountable. Holding that standard. That's, That's kind of what I want to do to this God talk. That's why I, I usually my, my main audience are like entrepreneurs. You know what I'm saying? People who are creating content, they makeup artists, hair artists. So I just want to uh, make sure that everybody understands that my boy built it from the drop. You feel me? Um, how yeah. I came across, we was downtown. If you downtown, man, everybody's working. Everybody's doing If you don't get inspired, <laughs> if you don't bump into somebody that makes you feel better, makes you do better, then you down there kind of idle. Um, but always... You see some good stuff, you see some bad stuff as far as creatively, good designs. But no matter what, if you have the mind for it, you could take some away. So yesterday I was working, before I even say that, how often do you go downtown a week? Shit, man, like every other day. Okay, so I don't feel bad. Okay, because I'm like, am I coming down here too much? But I go downtown um, two days ago. Thank y'all for ordering the uh, Real Nigga Blues hoodie. That's what really intrigued. Um, I, I write music. But I dropped the album, the Real Nigga Blues album, and the merch bro has been taken over. And it's crazy. So um, I was walking out the little patch shop and I saw you. Actually, Juice Banisha spotted you. And she said, that's Johnny. I think that's Johnny Freshco. And I'm like, who? And she said, that nigga, he got the clothes. That nigga took the clothes industry by storm in L.A. And I'm like, all right, for sure. Well, that's, you see me. I'm trying to step my shit up. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me meet this nigga. I pulled over. Hey, my nigga, let's do a podcast. And you pulled up. So I say, I say all that to say, shout out to Dead Fresh Crew. Go to DeadFreshCrew.com. Nigga, pick up everything and anything. That's how we do it. We support each other. Um, what I want to ask you, what's your favorite item? You got a lot of shit on the site. And for, for, before I answer that yeah, question, yeah, yeah. shout out to that energy, man, you hopping out. Absolutely. Like, that's some real stuff. We together in this, because, bro. Because, man, that just shows a lot of, like, damn, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you being proactive. I guess that's the, Absolutely. the I safest receive. word I can find. Yeah. Um, because that same energy is kind of what got me a lot of my best designs. Like, mm. I seen, we actually, my my brother Snacks spotted Black Sam coming out of the patch shop that we go into now to get our tackle tool done. And we had no reason to go in there other than we saw Black Sam come out. So we like, if he going in there, we need to go in we there. We need to. You go know in. what I'm saying? Like, we don't know what they do, but we going to go in there just to see. And, um... Just that energy, that's what your energy hopping out. Hey, Johnny, you want to do the podcast? Like, it just gave me good vibes, you know what I mean? And that's, I love that energy. Real so shout recognized. out to you for Real, that, bro. Man. Yes, yeah. sir. And then as far as the favorite item on the um, on the site right now, it's the Love Over Power and Fame hoodie. Um, I, that's like one of my favorite pieces right now with the Chanel patches on the sleeve. Just because that represents like um, the hierarchy of our heart, boats, and stars. Because for a long time, people don't know. Um dudes wouldn't wear my shirts when i first started man um they told me they didn't want to wear shirts with hearts on it and uh, that's funny <laughs> that confused me that's the yeah. whole reason that a is highlighting in my logo mm. all my shirts before that was just a straight dead fresh crew one color makes sense but dudes was like hearts bro i don't wear hearts on my stuff and i'm like bro that don't make no yeah. sense like tough whatever. guy so i highlighted the a and then everybody like oh my god that's the hardest and i'm like okay okay <laughs> you know what i mean that i'm rocking yeah. with that but i mean that just showed that piece shows, you know, I feel like that highlights what I decided to emphasize with the brand, which is the heart boat and stars. And I wanted people to be able to see that and just say, Oh, that's dead fresh crew. Even if I don't see dead fresh, nothing. If I see heart boats and stars, that's dead fresh crew. And that represents love overpowering fame, you know? For me. Yeah. And that's, that's my very next question. Um, because the logo, I, I love it. It's the way you were able to use the images to get, over, get the words, get the message across. I feel like it was brilliant. So just break that down. Why you put love over power and fame. 
Um, just because, I mean, it, it, I guess it can direct from a lot of things. Like there was a lot of collective things that built that. Um, like just we, it stems from people right priorities your own is fucked up. Yeah, that yeah. too, that too, and it, and it stems from right your own destiny too because that came from a book I was reading called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. And that literally like set the standard for what Dead Fresh Crew means. Like I, I took that and internalized that, his struggle in that in that book. And I, I made Dead Fresh Crew that for me. You know what I mean? You said men search for meaning? Man search for meaning. Man search for meaning. But, I saw you read a lot, my nigga. I saw that, my nigga. I, yeah, man. Don't I, start with me. I love, I love to read, bro. I love to read anything I see, anything I can, you know, somebody give me a tip. Uh, shout out to Harold Lilly, actually, or, or my one of my mentors, my sensei. He always throwing me books to read. Um, I love to read, bro. That, that shit, shit is fundamental. It's the it's the best. Like, reading that book, I was in a place where I wanted to get away. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hadn't been out of the country. I hadn't been nowhere. And reading that book allowed me to go somewhere without going nowhere. Talk your shit. You know so that shit took me, like, that book... Um, what was the other one? The Alchemist? The like Alchemist. Stuff like, you know what I mean? No, it's books like that that allow you to go somewhere without going nowhere. You can go on a journey in your mind. You know what I mean? And that's what I appreciate about those things. But reading, so, bro, that shit, that shit is one of my, like I, 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 I said previous, suffering used to be our teacher, bro, until niggas start picking up books, nigga. And that shit is like having that little fast lane pass, nigga. You get over here, you miss all the traffic, nigga, and you can get there a little bit faster. A little bit. Like just a just open up your eyes a little bit, a little, a little bit. So the, so the answer, I, I, I don't know if I answered the question about the love, power, fame, mm-hmm. and just the images, but I mean, what got me there was, yeah, niggas' priorities is fucked up, and I just wanted to emphasize the fact that the heart, like people didn't want to wear that heart, is like I want to put the love in that, like I want to emphasize the love over what everybody else is like. Yeah, I'm. I said, I, ever, I said, if I ever have to be famous, it would be a sacrifice to take care of my family. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to just be famous just to be famous. So that never made sense to me. And then power is like, what you going to do when you have it? You know what I mean? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, somebody giving, what am I going to do? Like, I was watching Dick Gregory last night, and he said, I had the power to kill people, and I didn't even know it. He was Facts. like, that's, that's, God, that's God talk. You know what I mean? That's like, not talk. So what? That's that's. You can that's have scary, a baby, bro. nigga. You can take a life. You can have a life. Take a life, bro. Make a tree. I mean? Take a tree. Yeah, and he was even listening to that. He was saying we talk about running around, and I, excuse me, we run around and talk about oh, such and such got good pussy, good pussy, good pussy. It's like, all right, how many dudes before that don't agree with you? You know what I'm saying? Mm. We using sex for the wrong thing. And it even make me think, cause sometimes I get frustrated. Like, yeah, I wanna, you know, hey, you know, I wanna, I want, hey, I need some, I need some. But really, when you think about it, bro, it's to recreate, like, to create gods, like yeah. you said, to create a life. And we you can take mis- a life. misuse, and that, we bro. misuse that mis- to the point that you can become unhealthy for that, bro. Trying to chase your manhood through fucking, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like gang of girls. And when I went to college at seventeen, my mom told me college at seventeen. At seventeen, <laughs> my mom told me at UNLV, my Best friend is my roommate, bro. We in a brand new dorm. They just built all levels, freshman, sophomore, senior, junior, everybody, girl, boy, boy, girl, girl, boy, boy, girl, girl. My mom dropped, my mom was ignorant enough to drop me off. And I love my mama. My mom dropped me off and said, have, try everything. So you know what you like, try everything. 
that's some advice from moms. That's you know a curveball. So just just think like you going into college with that already, like smash everything. You know what I'm saying? From moms. From moms. If moms told you that, I'm feeling. So it's like, you know what I mean? We go in, you you just get like because you know I asked I mean? the therapist. You, you gotta dial that back, man. I said, you, go ahead, my bad. No, go ahead, go ahead. I said, is is sex is sex bad? Is having sex bad and wanting to fuck a lot of women bad he said if it's not stopping the bag it's not bad <laughs> and mom said hey go find out what you like son go find what you like oh uh, yeah i didn't want to cut you off do you want to finish that nah, go, go ahead, go ahead i was perfect man you said that man so i like what you said chasing our manhood through sex wow i was watching that last night that shit messed me up too because i'd heard i watched that same video plenty of times but just hearing it the more the more you mature you like man you think about it like, hey, I, I bet I was him. You know what I mean? I am. So it's like, how? <laughs> you know what I mean? The distractions, the, yeah. the everything that come with, you know what I mean? You think back. And I hear a lot of my homies say, or a lot of just people I be around be like, damn, if I knew what I knew now at 40, when I was 22, oh man, Game I'd, changer. I'd be. But shit, man, look at the stuff we was doing. He was just telling me, uh, man, I wish I was living with y'all in y'all 20s, man. Y'all look like y'all was having fun, bro. And I said, bro, we was doing a lot of learning. A lot of. And <laughs> like, it looked like fun. Who is this but nigga, man? In 20, I'm like, it, it, it looked like a lot of fun. But shit, in 2016, I got my car repo. I just paid it off. Like, the Talk car I just pulled up in 2013, Honda Insight, nothing fancy, bro. I, it was 15000 When I financed it, it was twenty. I was doing Uber, you know what I mean? That's why I bought it. I'm going to do Uber. I'm going to do my hustle on the side. 2015, by 2016, December, I got my car repo, bro. And I had to, you know, go to my aunt. She helped me get it back. She's like, what are you doing, bro? Like, you shouldn't even be in this situation. Like, you're not being responsible. Like, what are you doing? I got my car repo in 2017. So it's like, you know, <laughs> and now and now to the point where... Yesterday, I just paid, I, they was, you know, I paid off my last payment. They, oh, we're going to send you documents for your pink slip. So it's like, just a mature, like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, this I shit ain't. This, let me see if this works. This shit ain't easy, bro, let out here. Like, get this to work. Ain't no time to be. <laughs> <laughs> this morning, just play the applause when I want. Come on, man. My nigga made his last fucking car payment. Did you hear me? Let's go. I got in, I got in a, a big family off. argument about car payments because I was so, after I got my car repoed, and I went and dropped cash on my car. I'm never going to have another car, no. But I got mad at my uncle because this nigga is like the financial guru of the family. But this motherfucker even co-signed for me to get a car. I'm like, nigga, why wouldn't you just tell me to save up two racks and go pay cash? Why would you not tell me that growing up? Like, and you're this fine. Your credit has been good. You got a house, all this. And I call you for everything financially. And you, man, don't pay a car note, nigga. Go get the cash, bro. I was on the bus. Niggas know. Niggas know the grind. Two years, I I went to school. 18 months, excuse me. I went to school without a car, nigga. On the bus, two jobs. Grinding, you hear me? But one of the best things right now is not having to pay a car note. And my brother just paid his last one. So shout out to... Let me get them applause again. I'm feeling real applausy. I really, that's a manifestation. That's why I'm so excited about that. All right, let's go back to the, actually, let's take a fucking break. Before we take a break, tread lightly, but let's get ratchet. Because me and my nigga Monty Moo and the other homie, we was talking about, I said all pussy was the same, right? (laughs) I'm going to say the pussy's the same, but the woman makes it different physically, spiritually, emotionally, whatever, whatever. It's all pussy the same. 
I would go with that. I would agree with what you said. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I mean, like, just because I, what I watched. Tread lightly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of what I watched yesterday, you know what I'm saying? Like, we really running around talking about such and such got good pussy, but it's four, three, four niggas. We was laughing at Baby Keen Bar, bro. He said, she, what, what do you say? She, uh, she, she hit, he hit. He hit, so what's the point of my dick? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how if I be- he hit it, he hit, what's the point of my dick? You know what I'm saying? Bro, that's literally it right there, bro. Like, okay, you want to, bro, because physically, like, okay, yeah, you attractive. Yeah, look nice. Like, okay, yeah, that urge, but just the will to be like, you know what, man? Like, to take pride in our dick, too. Like, nah, you don't deserve my Take dick, that. You know Talk saying? that. This my this my wife dick. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? like, we was talking, know? shout out to shit talking late. <laughs> we was talking about can men say no to pussy? Man, you can, bro. You just gotta be strong. You gotta be strong-willed enough. Bro. Yeah. You gotta be strong-willed enough. And I've then, been in those situations where I have said no to pussy, bro. No. Did and they call you gay? Nah, they didn't call me gay. Okay. That's that. what they said. No shit. I mean, not in my face. Not to my face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, nah, I don't think so. It makes sense because last we talked about that on Ship Talk. Um, can men say no to pussy? Then we fast forward to uh, last episode. We talked about essentialism, just how powerful when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to so many other things. So when you say no, make sure you're saying no because the no's lead you to that right yes. You know. So I just want to reiterate that, man. Take that how you can. Just take pride in your yes because. Yes is going to that's your whole experience right there. You're accepting and walking into an experience. You're taking on an opportunity saying no, you're declining an opportunity. So make sure you value your yes. Make sure you value your no. Women and men. Right. All pussy ain't good pussy. All money ain't good money. We're going to a quick <laughs> break. Uh, go ahead and drop this video, man, because I didn't even know you motherfucking did music. But go ahead and drop this video so I could drop it on break. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, yeah, you got to introduce it. nigga. Oh, uh, man, this is uh, we did this in like. Uh, 2016, I think, probably around. Yeah, this was around the time. Shit, it was it was rough, but dead fresh, cool, wealthy. My music. Shout out to my brother Snacks, the one who inspired me to do music, taught me how to write, mm. hear music, check out his new album that just came out, the fourth quarter EP, Snacks, etc. You know what I'm saying? But this song that we about to play is "This Is How We Do It," featuring me, my brother Snacks, and my brother T Lee. Check it out, bro. That was real good. <laughs> <laughs> Blunt, 
about to take another trip. Here we go. Uh, here we go, though. Pose for the flick. Hashtag that nigga cold, though. El Fuego. Call a nigga fresco. Party at the house like a nigga close escrow. Check how I'm dressed, bro. Smooth killing him. I ain't even trying. Paint shorts and a penalty. Bowl full of M&M's. All green, no. Do it for my city. That's where I sold my scene. Toes in, toes to the money. Fred Flintstone rolling with my Dinos. Been my Libros. We the heroes. One up to zeros. Look at how I'm feeling and I'm feeling like a king, ho. Feeling like a king, ho. <laughs> Said I'm looking how I'm feeling and I'm feeling like a king, ho. Check a flag, extra, 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 like my blessings. Got it. folks is mad as cuz they laugh when I got off my ass. That's on the go, no time to moke. I'm gon' say all I can. Purpose driven, wealthy mind. I'd rather give my kids to cash. My highs down 58 on gas at 90. Headed off the dash. Thank God that we made it. Cops flash, didn't blast. Shit, we made it. We survived a world of babies having babies. It's hard to tell between the love and signs of hate. But I ain't tryna tell the difference. I'm tryna conquer something greater. I'm tryna live, my nigga. I don't wanna just chase paper from my life up on the Mountain through the change up. Gotta make a plan, homie, to get your change up. And keep it solid when your dollars come. Don't change yet. They ain't change up. They ask how you do that. Yeah, this is how we do it. Da 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 da. This is how we do it. You know. Great mind, bro. Great mind. Great mind. Great one of the best rappers I ever known. That nigga all over the album. Actually, all over all my albums. I think because that nigga is one of the greatest rappers that I know in uh in high school. <laughs> Shout out to my nigga Daryl, man. Shout out to everybody I went to high school with. But uh in high school, we tried to emulate like Freestyle Friday. So that nigga was running through competition, bro. <laughs> Killing niggas. Then Ice Cube's son came up there. Shout out to my nigga Daryl. The nigga taught us fresh. Shout out to uh, Ice Cube taking us to see all about the Benjamins, giving us those sweatsuits, giving us a little clout in high school. You know what I'm saying? But Daryl came up there trying to freestyle Friday and he took the L for Cube, man. That wasn't Cube vision. Shout out to Amazing, man. Amazing, you gotta be nicer, bro. I'm trying to get this little rap battle set up for uh, God Talk Live, man. So, Amazing versus Mike Ill. Let it be. Anyway, man, if you don't know where you at, welcome back. God Talk Live. I'm your host, Shine of God Radio, Shine Shine. August to the left is Reverend Johnny Fresco. Yeah. Rev. <laughs> Nigga been preaching so far, man. If you just tuned in, I appreciate you so much. If you don't know, man, April 12th, uh, Ramadan is coming up. I am non-Muslim, but I do celebrate that month of fasting, man. So I will be giving up weed completely, giving up meat completely. But the normal rules to uh, Ramadan, just from sunup to sundown, stay away from food, stay away from water, stay away from bad thinking, bad speaking, bad attitudes, arguing, and just focus on connecting with your purpose, your ultimate creator, and your inner self. That is the complete package. I 
if y'all if y'all fast the reason why i'm sitting here with my nigga johnny right now is because the power of fasting before we drop real nigga blues i asked all the all my believers everybody that follow me on social to fast with me we did a week's fast from 8 a.m to 5 a.m we gave up food water all this shit just to have the success this is my biggest album yet nigga i cannot keep merch in the fucking studio i cannot keep it bro so that's why i gotta ask my nigga here that's really why i got you here yeah i fasted with dr savy bro Where's my applause? Hold the fuck. Where's my sound effects? <laughs> Give me my sound effects, dude. I don't know where it was on like an old laptop I borrowed from my cousin, but I don't know where that shit is. But um, in 2014, I believe it was. Yeah, right before our daughter was born. 2014, New Year's. I went out there New Year's Eve and I stayed there for two weeks. And they said he's usually not there. And he just so happened to be there wow. for the two weeks. And um, Timing. we actually watched Jameis Winston win the um, college championship together. Uh, smoked a joint. You smoke? Yeah. Bro, I you go, let me I smoke go. this whole thing? Yeah, but I'm gonna let what you do. I'm gonna let you do your thing, you bro. You wanna roll up? Huh? Yeah, I bro, got you. smoke that shit, <laughs> bro. Fuck! I said, fuck. <laughs> All right, but we uh in. we uh yeah I smoked a joint with him and I fasted for ten days on on water, bro, on alkaline water that he had up there. That's what I'm trying to. I want to because I fast. The fast starts on the twelfth, so I really want to do all water right mm -hmm. now. That's why I got this gallon right here. I stole that this water from my brother. Ooh. Sorry, smooth, but you left this on the table, so it's <laughs> <laughs> that shit was. Ooh, that shit was difficult, bro. I glad I'm glad I was there because I went to Honduras to do it, and that um like I went to the Usha village, and because of how it's set up, like it's it's made to like aid and like uh fasting and stuff like that because they got saunas they got hot you know hot cold hot water cold water they got you know you got the alkaline water in your room you know they got steam rooms they got the eucalyptus they got they got everything you need just to relax plus you in honduras like you know what i mean it's like super quiet of course so i did that for 10 honduras. days yeah 10 days man and um that was probably the best I ever felt in my life, bro. And my wife <laughs> contributes that to like why we had a kid. Cause she was like, <laughs> she was like, we ain't had no kid all this time. Shoot you come back, <laughs> you came back and now, but bro, I I never felt as good as I felt. Shooting that water, bro. Water is God, man. I'm trying to, I'm talking to myself, y'all. I'm trying to get myself together, man. I always like to challenge myself, man. I challenge. I feel like challenge is always the best thing for me, and I don't want to just walk into Ramadan crazy. That's why right now I'm on um, day 91 of a 100-day burpee challenge. Ooh. So I add a burpee every day, bro. It's like one of the most challenges. It's crazy. So it's like one, one, two? Yep. Ooh. So I'm on 91. I got to do 91 burpees today. Yesterday I did 90. And I bought a bike because I usually run, yeah. but I bought a bike because I don't, I don't feel it yet, but I don't want to feel it. Yeah. So I bought a bike so I could, you know what I mean? But I start I like biking that. and burpees right now. I like that. Then I'm going to do the water for six days, That's then Ramadan for 30. And then I'm back to this ratchet shit. Yeah, man. Because I'm gonna crazy. You're going to be, you're going to be right. I'm going to be right. Yeah. Yeah, right, right, bro. Ladies, I need to get on that too, bro. I need to, bro. Do please, bro. Together, to let's be a crew, bro. Yeah, I'm dead right. fast crew. <laughs> that was freestyle, cuzzo. I swear <laughs> to God, that was freestyle. Dead fast crew. Hey, um, let's get back. I got a bunch of notes on you, bro. Let's get back into it. Yeah, I appreciate everybody for watching in. I see y'all commenting. Feel free to call in 424-234-9416. First caller get a real nigga blues hoodie. And a damn fresh. Hoodie. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! That was freestyle. All right, let me get my notes, man. I'm not fuck with this nigga, doc. 
I value you know. I pre- I appreciate the ground up comment too, bro. Together, because um, man, people really don't know like. I, I, the story be so like drawn out and long, bro. I be trying to fast, like speed through it, but and it started in like we started what 2011, really before that, as brainstorm, and like that was my first lesson in trademarks and stuff, bro. Like when we had brainstorm, the logo I got tattooed on my hand. That was the one we was just printing out of the computer, ironing on. We finally found the homie Francisco. He started printing. We was hustling, making bread. I'm like, all right, we gonna trademark it. Oh, somebody already had it. Boom. So that was like our le- that was like my first lesson in business, like just learning like <laughs> the shit I didn't learn in school. You know what I mean? Yes. And then fast forward to that 2011 is like when the website that fresh started is when I took a trip to Barcelona to like meet my family and stuff, right? <laughs> and it was like because the ground up comment. That's why I was like when you said it when you hopped out the car. I'm like okay, somebody been talking to him and giving them some yeah. kind of information because you knew a lot when yeah. you hopped out. But the um. Like I was in, I took a trip to Barcelona and I was supposed to stay there for three months. And it was just to work on the website, like get there fresh, work on my business plan, everything like that. <laughs> this is like 2011. And then I left in August, I think. I think I left in August, the beginning of August to Barcelona. And the ultimate part was I had a vision board, which I believe in highly. That's key. Um, I had... A ten thousand dollar check because I had never made no money in my life at that point. Um, I had a the Belém Tower, which was this tower in Portugal, Portugal. Because on that trip as well, I wanted to meet my family in Portugal because my mom would always tell me, like about my family. Oh, they were like one of my great whatever worked for like royalty or some shit like that. It was some kind of story. So I'm like, why we never went over there? So that was part of the trip, too. So to work on my business and to learn more about my family roots and, you know, myself. And on that trip, I hadn't met my family yet. So I just went to Spain to stay with a friend because that's as close as I can get to Portugal at the time. I was just going to stay there until we worked the rest out. And I spent, what, like four weeks, four weeks in Barcelona just walking around because I didn't have no cell phone. I didn't have no phone. I didn't have no... Uh, all I had was a laptop. Walking meditation. And I did, like... I think I did, like, an AT&T ad or something where I got, like, $2,500. But I didn't get it back to the non-union. I didn't get the money mm. right up front because non-union, they can pay you whenever. They pretty much take their time. So I went on some burnt shit, like a girl... Like, <laughs> somebody going to Atlanta, you know, All-Star Weekend with no money. I went to Barcelona just, like, on the last that I had on a one-way trip. And um, I was waiting for that money to come back. (laughs) But I was doing what I had to do in the meantime, staying with a friend. But a week into that trip, bro, a week into that trip, the girl I'm staying with says, oh, my my parents are coming. And I'm like, okay. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I said, so what do I need to do? Like, just hide my stuff, put it somewhere, whatever. And she's like, uh, no, you got to leave. GTFO. Nigga. Yeah, and I'm Fuck like, uh, yeah, but I'm from the USA. I'm not from here. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have nowhere to go. Like, nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, you're the only person I know here. And she's like, well, yeah, you can't. You got like two days. So, man, I was like carrying my bag because that shit was heavy, bro. And that's going to that's gonna be key. Like, pin that. You know what I mean? I was carrying this heavy bag, the one that I had aside from my backpack. I carried it around because I'm like, all right, I got to see where I'm going, bro. 
and I'm going to carry the bag first because I need to see how heavy this shit is going to be and how far <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> so I walk and we end up finding this hostel. Like I end up finding this hostel to stay at. And um, it was cool. You know what I mean? I, I the, the two days worked out. I got out, moved to the hostel, you know, and that ended up turning the trip into something totally that I didn't expect it to be because now I'm around a gang of backpackers. Mm. And... Um, I performed out there on stage at like some jazz festival. Like I was just wandering around, going to different museums, going to mosques, stuff like that. But the whole time I had this profit for business, fashion profit for business that my wife gave me that I was using out there to do my business plan. So I would go walk around, do my little plan, make a map where I was going to go for that day. Then I would come back, business plan, business plan, you know, work on my stuff. And that's what I was doing out there for three, four weeks mm. until I finally got in contact with my family in Portugal. And this is where the story gets like, you know, a little tricky because we finally got in contact with him. But mind you, I told you I was on my last. So I finally got in contact with him to go there and I misplaced my wallet, I thought. So I thought it was in my bag. So I'm like, all right, I got to get to this place. Boom, boom, boom. I got to get to the airport. Fast forward the story, I get there and I don't have my wallet on me, so I can't board the plane, so I missed a flight. So now I'm, I'm at, hot. I'm hot at I'm the, hot. I'm at the airport, man, because I don't have a phone. I don't have no money. I got my laptop, but I can't connect to it because internet at the airport costs. Sound like a miracle. <clears throat> so I'm stuck there with my bag, everything like that. So I rode the bus there, and I was just mm-hmm. like sitting there, like, man, I'm either gonna sit here at this airport. Like until I don't know what happens or I got to get back to the hostel. So literally this was like my first aha or whatever moment because I was just like, you know what? I got one outfit on. I got a bottle of water and a couple pieces of fruit. Um, I'm not going to be able to carry this bag back to the hostel. So I just threw it. I took out one outfit that I can change aside from the one I had on. And I threw away everything else. I got a video on YouTube called Carry to Heavy, Barcelona, where you can see it in my face. It's me taking out the stuff and apologizing to my wife because I'm like, I got to throw away the Fashion for Profit book with everything else that I got because, babe, I'm stuck right here and I have to walk back on the freeway because that's the only option I have right now. So I just threw away everything in the trash can at the airport, put on my backpack with my one outfit, took the laptop, and the fruit and the water, and I start walking on the freeway, bro. Um, back to the hostel in Barcelona, and uh, that was the first time I thought about sleeping on the street. I was walking, and I was like, "Bro, this is uh, taking a long time, a little longer than I thought." And I started looking like at spots, like, "All right, if I had to sleep on the street, where would I sleep? Like, where would be safe in another country?" And then, um, as I was walking, I looked off to the side, and I seen this lady cleaning the gas pumps at a gas station so i'm like you know what i'm just take a shot and um i went over and i'm like look i don't speak english i don't have no wallet i don't have no money like i'm this is where i'm trying to get to which direction do i walk like how far do i have to go and she was like you're not gonna make it before it get dark like you need to take the bus and i'm like i don't have no money like you know what i mean what am i gonna do and shout out to my homie chris who played football overseas because before i had left on that trip he just gave me a handful of coins and was like, bro, I don't know what you're going to need these for, but I went all these different wow. places while I was overseas. Just take them because I ain't never going over there again. I'm like, all right, I threw them in the side of my backpack and never thought nothing of it. 
So when she told me that, I was like, you know what? Hold on. I might have one coin, maybe. I don't know. And I looked in there and I had one euro enough to get on the bus. It took me 45 minutes to get back to the hostel. And they had my wallet, but they Mm. couldn't contact me. (laughs) They couldn't contact me because I didn't have no phone. So I got back to the hostel, got my wallet, but the rooms was booked up. So I had to sleep on the floor in the office. And I caught the flu because it was cold as fuck on the floor in the office. (laughs) I caught the flu sleeping on the floor. And I ended up having to get on this plane called Ryanair, bro. And Ryanair is like, it's one of the worst flights I've ever been on. It's like spirit. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how true it is, bro, but they told me Ryanair, they were actually petitioning to have standing room in the airplane. Wow. So like a bus. So plain. So like put a rail and you stand. It was so plain. It was, it, they wanted it to be so plain for real. So just imagine that. I was on the flu on that kind of trip to Portugal on that airplane. This nigga brought the COVID over here. <laughs> this, nigga brought, this nigga brought the COVID. <laughs> and I was, fuck, I was fucked up, man. But I... Bro, again, no money. I'm on this trip to Portugal now because now I'm, you know, on my way there. From Barcelona to Portugal. From Barcelona to Lisbon to meet my family finally because we finally made contact with them. So ah, um, I'm I'm on my way, but I'm literally I'm not sure if I have enough money to even take a taxi or nothing. So I'm just on a hope and a prayer. So when I get to my destination, the dude's like, "Oh, I think this is your family," and I'm like, "Shit, I don't know, bro. I guess like I ain't never seen them, but it looked like it." I go to the ATM and I'm just like, you know, please, God, like, let whatever I need come out of here. I'll take whatever, fine, whatever, whatever, bro. Just let it, let me get that much, bro. And I was able to pay them and they automatically, because I'm like, I eat vegetarian and stuff as of right now. And they gave me food, nursed me back, you know, everything. And then from that point on, sleeping on my cousin's couch in Portugal is where, because I couldn't sleep, I did the website for Dead Fresh Crew. Like, um, Big Cartel. It was a Tumblr. That's why the first version of the site was a Tumblr blog. And it just had a shop button that went to Dead Fresh Crew. Like, to the point where people was like, okay, I see all the pictures and stuff, but how do I buy? And I'd be like, oh, just click the shop in the corner. And that's how it started, bro. It was a bunch of pictures I found that had something, because I was born in 86. I found, like, Whoopi Goldberg getting her first Oscar. I think Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson doing something. I think Nintendo came out, and I just collaged a bunch of eight. 1986 shit and put it in the background and that was the first version of the website bro and i was selling stuff i sold something while i was in barcelona and i was like shit now i gotta make it back home oh wow shout out to artesia Kirkado because she was the first person to ever make a purchase on that first group she went to high school with me in gardena she made the first purchase and um yeah bro bro you just walked us through the whole shit all i did was roll a blunt that's all it took And now, and that trip like changed my life. The journey. I just, I just told him on that vision board. So, so I said pin to carry the the, the bag because yeah. I threw it away. But then pin the uh, the vision board. Appreciate you, brother. The vision board stuff is the Belém Tower. So when we got to Portugal, my cousin was just taking me around. The first one I always like to highlight is he took. He said, "I'm gonna take you to the oldest church in Portugal," and I told him. And we was there, and we was looking at a statue of Jesus. And I looked at him and I looked at all the people who wasn't black taking pictures and filming. And I'm like, bro, am I tripping or do he look like me and you? And they just don't care. And he was like, no, you're not tripping. I was like, okay, because you told me this is the oldest statue in Portugal and he looked like me and you, bro. So that's that's that. Then he took me to the Bellam Tower. and um, Vision board. 
the, he took me there. But when we got there, bro, I never told him I wanted to go there. When we got there, he was like, I don't know what it is, but I feel some type of like energy, like I should leave you alone. And I'm like, that's weird. And he just like, I'm gonna go sit over here. You just do whatever you gotta do, bro. And I'm like, all right. I went there and I was just kind of in awe, like picked up a rock. Like, Damn, bro, I'm really here. Like. I met them, like, everything I thought, said, seen in my mind that I said, if I get here, like, that shit happened. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, that's, like, the power of, like, energy. That's God right there. You know what I mean? And when I walked away, he was like, he was like, what's up? And I was like, bro, you didn't even know, like, I wanted to come here or nothing, but you walked away when we got here. Were you crying? No, I didn't cry, but I was in awe, bro. Like, I really was in shock because he was like, um, yeah, I just felt the energy. And I was like man, this is on my vision board. Like I told him, and he was like, you know what else is crazy? You believe in omens? And I was like, what's that? He was like, you know, like signs of good thing to come. And I was like, um, yeah, sure, I do. I believe in stuff like that. And he was like, well, this tower is on the is the dock. It's on a boat dock. It's called Daka Du Boom Successo. And he said, do you know what that means in English? And I said, no. He said, that's the dock of great success. And I was like, wow. <laughs> That's dope, bro. Like I like I couldn't have wrote that shit. I didn't plan none of that. Like I didn't know I, like that's hard. That's that's one send, send your offering in. This <laughs> this man preaching. This man he went Barcelona on y'all, Portugal, Honduras. Nigga done been a bum in a gas station asking. He was giving he was a bum at a gas station giving somebody else change. No, you gave the change to the bus stop. No, somebody you gave. got advice from the the, she told me to take the bus to where and I was trying gave to get the, to yeah, because yeah, I, missed. I wasn't going to make it there. The homie that lives one house down from me played football overseas. Gave you the coins. And just gave me a handful and of And you gave Euro, the coins like, to the bus. The bus. You had one euro. You gave. You paid that to the bus. Got back to the hostel to get the wallet. Yeah. The nigga was a bum at a gas station, bro. Yeah. Change how you look at those bums at the gas station, man. Some mm-hmm. of them, you know. But some of them. You know how generosity, man, that, that should have paid your bills, man. Uh, also, the person who introduced me to you, shout out to Juice Bonisha. She told me that some shit that's unforgettable. Give what you need. So if you need money, bro, shout out to the bum at the gas station. Share that. Okay. Now, I have a story, too. What's up? Talk to me, brother. I went to an orgy. Who? That doesn't matter. <laughs> the reason I said that, you know, you got to say something crazy to draw him in. Shout out to Kanye West. Um, I went to an orgy and it was all about sex. And at 11 o'clock, everybody had to get butt ass naked. Everybody had to take their clothes off. Now, if you heard my prayer in the beginning, I, I asked God to, uh, that I thank him for our natural beings, who we are when we're naked. Now, of course, everybody was there, was high and shit. I'm sober. I smoke weed. That's about it. Everybody was high and drunk. But my mindset there was, yo, there's something natural about everyone in this motherfucker being naked, being natural, looking at each other, having conversing, having true companionship with no clothes on. Pause. Us all in here naked. Pause as fuck. You feel me? It was something natural about that. And that shit, it brought me to, I was thinking about the Garden of Eden, you know? But I, t- I just want that to, I just want to throw that in there. And then fast forward to now, I'm stepping over into the, the fashion industry. We all love clothes now. So going from our natural state, Adam and Eve, to where we're spending 650 on the new Jordan ones, you know what I'm saying? Just talk to me about the importance of being fresh. 
man, I always be joking because shit, being being fresh to me is a must, like stank armpits. <laughs> this nigga was a rapper. Uh, this nigga uh, was a rapper. Stop playing. Man, that shit is important, man. Like for me, like I could, I, I just think back to even in elementary school, I had a, a a half green, half blue vest that I just had to wear. My mom would be like, "Bro, you can't wear that again." It was just that important to me because I'm like, "Don't nobody else got that, bro." Like, like it was that important to me that young. And I look at pictures of me with my siblings when I was younger. Like they was all dressed one way, I was dressed a different one. Like, <laughs> so apparently, I was always into like. Looking opposite than when everybody else. you said else, that, I immediately like, just thought you was walking around the hill with suspenders on. I had overalls on and shit. You know what <laughs> okay, I mean? overalls like, cool. All right. I did, bro. And I, you know, I would see the rest of my siblings have something else on. And I would have something different. But being fresh to me is like, that shit just, like, it, it, it's like an extension of how you feel inside. You know what I mean? Like, who you are. Like, when you, you take your time to put certain things on, even if I'm just going in the garage to print my shirts and stuff like that, I'm Being looking for a certain pair a of scene. shorts. Yeah. So I'm looking for certain things, like my, you know, my shoes. You know, you don't want nobody to step on your shoes, your shirt. If you we was white T-shirts in high school, if you got a little stain, sauce stain. 5X tall. 5X, 5X, 5X tall. 5X. <laughs> and I'm 160. <laughs> we all out of tall's. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. What can't get mean? the 4X. Can't get the 3. I can't get nothing less than 5X, 5X tall, tall please. bro. Like, how y'all don't have Little that? Wayne. Shout out to Tunchi. And you get one sauce stain on there, and you <laughs> like, bro, I can't wear this shirt no more. What was the country song? White uh, barbecue stain on my white t-shirt? Bro, bro, that shit was that serious. So, Fresh. like, man, that, it, it, it's always been that serious to me, at least. You know, I couldn't always afford it, so that's how I got creative. Was seeing something like I would go in a magazine and see a Lupe Fiasco with a Casio Illuminator, and I'm like, "Well, that's a forty dollar watch. I could do that." Okay, I see those pants. I can go to the um, Goodwill and tailor some pants and have them look like vape pants. Okay, cool, boom. You know what I mean? Like, you could just make it work your own way, and people would the way you wear it. People would be like, "Damn, what's that right there?" Oh, them is the that. way that's, you wear it. The way you wear it, just your confidence. Because I, I have army pants on, like I told him. I got them for $5 and tailored them for 70 And people be like, oh, they bait. And I'd be like, yeah. You know what I mean? If that's what, if that's what rock your boat, they bait. Yeah, but these was really some $5 pants that I found that was really a size 50. I just cut them to fit me. So it's like, it's always been that for me. Because I can even think in high school with me and the homie, again, shout out to homie Snacks. When I left Gardena High and went to Redondo, like, that opened up a whole nother lane because, shit, now you at the city school, I'm in Redondo. We going to shop at the same places, yeah. bro, yeah, but yeah, we yeah. can swap. Yeah, yeah. Because they not seeing you. They not seeing you. Like, so, like, bro, let's go get these patches on Melrose. We going to buy these security shirts. We going to buy the Dickie shirts. We going to buy all the shit that niggas not wearing. We going to iron on the Homer Simpson patches. We going to iron on the, you know what I mean, eight ball patches. We going to iron on whatever we need to be fresh and different. And that's going to be us. You know what I mean? Like, that's what we wear in the school, aside from everybody wearing Miyoshi or Kuji or all of that shit. Miyoshi. Like, we was always trying to find, <laughs> you know, Iceberg. Everybody have Platinum no better? FUBU. You had to know better? No better. No, 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 no better. No, no, no. No, bro. No. I would wear basketball shorts before I do some shit Niggas like that. Niggas would be basketball shorts and the 5X tall before the no I'm better. I'm wearing basketball shorts or the hoop. You, or the hoop. <laughs> The hoop uh, sweatsuit before I do that, bro. Like, bro. Right now, I got another question for you, but right now I need to know. Uh, I want to do three, but I'm going to say five. Give me top five designers or fashion houses right now. Top five? And you better not leave out the homie, but go ahead. 
Oh, Dead Fresh Crew. Okay, one. Who's wait? Who's the homie? I'm gonna see if you name them. Let's go. Yeah, now I feel like I'm. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna leave them out. Top three, top five. This is top five. Um, Dead Fresh one. Fashion houses that I rock with, or designers. Designers. Bro, come on, man! This nigga about to get me hot, cuzzo. I know. I know he about to get me hot, hot, cause number it should be one right now. He on his feet already. It's crazy. Oh, oh, Yeezy! Come on, man! I mean, Yeezy, yeah, Yeezy come, yeah, for sure. come on, man! Let's go. Yeah, no, he, yeah, no, for sure. He inspired because the surplus, the even the surplus stuff. Like he, like I definitely got inspired from his Yeezy collection just to go okay. and hunt of stuff like that. So yeah, for sure, Yeezy. All right, give me one more. Um. Somebody, somebody else that I keep hearing, like uh, the cool, cool Kai. Uh, a lot of fuck. A lot of people keep uh, bringing him up. You know what I mean to me. So, but I, I actually since like what 2011, I've seen him. Like we've started at the same time, doing the same thing pretty much. Of, of course, he's amplified his a lot quicker than I have. But he, like I've seen, what in like 2011 when he was at the HBCU. Had something on the same person, you know what I mean? Can you hear that? Yeah. All right. We had like we had a piece on the same person, so I, that's when I first caught wind of him way before whatever's happening now. So shout out to him too because shit, I be motivated by the shit he be doing, bro. So him, uh, this nigga, let's go. Yo, that's Mazo. That's amazing. Damn, hey, people calling me. Hold up, bro. I gotta call you right back. Fuck. Damn. I'm trying to think who, but I don't want to shit. That worked. That's crazy. Shout out to El Capitan too, man. My my boy Deuce, uh, uh, Smosh, El Capitan. They out here from Virginia. I just met with them, what, like two weeks ago. We supposed to be doing a collab. I never tried to FaceTime a nigga on live. Hey, Mazo, you on live right now on God Talk Live. What's the deal? Hey, so my, I'm sitting here, <laughs> I'm sitting here with the nigga Johnny, and my nigga just brought up your man's cool Kai. So before I continue this conversation, I want to talk to you about it because I be giving this nigga be buying the uh the drops, the sneak drops, the all that shit. He fucked with this nigga cool Kai, oh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a sneakerhead, and I do not like those <laughs> fake ass Jordans. My, so you know what. You know what? A, a, a few people, I won't say their names personally, but a few people on, on my side of the family have the same feeling about those, bro. They feel like they like fake, like yeah, uh, like mannequin type shoes. But, but, I like, but I my thing is my this is my thing. Fake in what regard? That's like what it's just a, it's a it's a it's a custom. It's a different version. Right, like there's right. so many different versions of things that's been taken from what we would call an original. That's but this is the one thing that, oh, you can't do this? Or is it because it's someone that's not backed by mainstream media, no promotion, straight from a new Jer- from a town like in New Jersey and going straight done. off Instagram? I think I, Only I, because I like, it was done already. No, I, think, I, I respect what he's doing. Yeah. That's why I named it because I see what he's saying. For sure. There's so many other people who would take that shoe and make it ugly, but charge you $400, $500 for it. Whereas he's independent. You know, he took a shoe. He made, it, he made it fire. He's doing fire colorways and collabing with people. Like, 
That's hard. That's hard. Quality. I got a pair. I'm quality is 100%. Quality, quality is, is good. We did the comparison. We took the Jordan 1 to the one you had. We did the comparison. This has been a long going thing. Every time he posts, I'll be hating on the comments. I'm shit. glad we're having this conversation because people keep saying, like, my boy Snacks was actually hot because people keep, like, it's starting to happen where people are like, oh, you remind me of Kai. Shout out to my homie Mikey Key. He's like, bro, you remind me like a West Coast version of Cool Kai. And I'm like, I caught nah, on the hill before Kai, though. I, I take it as, I take I mean, it as re- a sign of respect, bro. You know what I mean? Like, he's working very hard. And if you say I'm working equally as hard or you can see that starting to happen, then I take that as take a it sign as, of take respect. It as, because yeah. shout out to him doing the shoe. When I, when I went and bought his, I was like, you know what? I've been drawing this uh, Cortez. We got Cortez coming out. I did my own version of the Cortez. Definitely saw that. And, um... When I went to his pop-up shop and stuff, like, just the energy from it and the people I was around, I'm like, bro, I've been drawing this shoe for, like, seven, eight years already. Literally. Like, putting it it's on time. my mascot. I was like, I'm going to do the same shit, too. It's time. This motiv- and the so I look hard. at I look at him, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, I don't look at it, like, as a sign of, like, oh, that shit is whack, that shit is fake, that shit is whatever. I look at it like, okay, he's able to do it. Like, I got the same ten fingers, ten toes. I wake up the same way, put on my pants the same way, like... It's not 24 I'm a, hours. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out, too. Then. Same way. You know what I mean? Let me Definitely inspirational. So. Yeah, I'm only hating from a style, from, just from a Jordan ha- standpoint. The same way we hate Kobe. That's all. We respect our... To me, to me, it's about, to me, it's about the streets and about the people. Amen. You know what I mean? Like, it, to me, it's the, the people... We've had so many sneakers long enough that it serves sneakers that are staples. And I think the Jordan 1 is a staple. So it's like when it's people say this is a staple, then you can make your own. We know what it is. We know what silhouette that is, what it really is. But this is the cool Kai version and we rock with his his merch or we rock with his design. So we're going to go with that. If they're fresh drop, the Cortez or drop the one, a Jordan, Jordan 1 and it's dope. And I'm like, I'm copying it. Like I'm... And the, and Before the Nike, so is the crew test dope? The crew That's test is fire. I will wear those. I'm maxing the. I'm maxing my man. Go ahead. Amazing. I love the tan bird. The tan version is like those are the ones. The tan version is different, bro. Those are the ones that selling the most, bro. I yeah, those those ones. are different. How much are they? One twenty five. All right, trying to kill y'all. YG charge two hundred for the flames. They are better than the, they better than the four hundreds. I'm gonna I'm gonna put, put that on on record. Uh, thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you said they one twenty five. One twenty five, bro. All right, say so this. You got Tracy. Yeah. All right. We'll have them. They come in and match. All right, say this. Hey, Mazo, I appreciate you answering, my brother. I know you ripping and running. I'm sorry to bother you, my nigga. Shout out to you supporting, bro. Oh man, all day I'm about to cop me one of them wallets, remember? I want one of them wallets. I'm about to get one of them right now. Yeah, them things. You're going to see that order in a minute. In DHL right now. They 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 in in shipping, bro. Express. All right. I got you. You ain't got, you got, you ain't got no more crew chairs, huh? Yeah, they come in in May, bro. Oh, we lit. We lit. I'm putting them in the yes, All right, Mazo. All right, man. Y'all, y'all keep it going. Appreciate you, King. Now, uh, shout out to Amazing, man. Again, one of the best rappers I know, one of the best friends I have, one of the best men, one of the best thinkers, conversers, man. The man's, it, 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 he's beautiful. Pause in, in every way. Um, for real, shout out to that. For and, real. And, I, and I wanted to go back and highlight. He need a lineup, but he cool. I to highlight, too, because I want to make sure y'all didn't miss that. I, I shout out my homie Deuce from El Capitan, man. Because you said the designers. Yeah. That's why I was sitting here thinking. I'm like, I want to make sure all my people out here that I really rock with. All right. Like, 
Shout out to Deuce, man. They really doing their thing too. And I'm excited to collab with them. I was talking to him this morning. And just a couple people that, you know, um, I see around here. Good call, Jamal, the homie Jamal. That nigga DJ is crazy. And the uh, costly clothing. You know, the energy is currency. Um, shout out to him too. Uh, I'm trying to think of air, you know what I mean? Anybody, I don't want to miss nobody and they be hot at me, bro, but. Shout out to the homegirl Zedra. She always sending me like plugs. She doing her clothing thing. So and you just anybody to know. Yeah, just anybody who came through and like allowed me to print their stuff or you know, shit. We had conversation about clothes. The homie Brum with the true clothing. You know what I mean? Shout out to everybody out here getting it, bro. Like everybody. we all trying to help. Downtown so, be packed. Yeah, that designer. shit beautiful. Yeah. That shit beautiful. Some of the designs be questionable. But that shit, everybody working and hustling, man. Yeah. That shit beautiful. My Get dog your Marcus dreams Malone. I'm trying to think, bro. I'm making my dog Marcus Malone with the lunchbox. Lunchbox. The I'm trying to think, hey, man, I don't want to leave nobody out. Yeah, for sure. It's some hey work, man. But this is this is this is some this is perfect time. I want to talk about this because my passion, the re, this, the show, the the merch is all an extension of music, man. That's what I love and. <laughs> Let me down. This is crazy. And just real quick, I know when you put fits together, when you just doing, sometimes God may throw a little splash in there. You may see a little layer that you didn't really see in the mirror in them pictures later. I would just say that, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, um, being a musician, man, working hard, man. Um, sometimes the industry can get to you, man, and it can really discourage you. And I was speaking to Michi, and she she used to style, and she said, man, the, the industry broke my heart and I had to bow out for a little bit. So just talk about if there was a moment, you know, in the industry you thriving and, and there was a moment that made you want to bow out the industry or uh, you got discouraged and how'd you bounce back from that? It's a game, those moments. Yeah. You have to, them is what you say, omens. Yeah. I believe the moments like that are omens, bro. And I really appreciate you for saying that, bro. But t- talk to me about a moment like that. Um, I'll just run through a couple quick ones. I remember, um, me and the homie always laugh about this dude. I forget his name, but uh, I think it was JT. What was his name? Damn, I wish the snacks were those days. But he, uh, man, dude, I, I remember I told my mom it was when I was first starting out. I'm like, oh, I don't want nothing for Christmas. You know what I mean? I think I was like 21 or something. Uh, mind you, I was probably going to get something light anyway. I'm like, just give me a little bit of something. I'm going to go meet with this dude. We're going to do these clothes, whatever. Like, you know, got him out here on the bus, everything, paid for his ticket, met up with him, and this nigga showed up with a bag of, like, swappy sweats and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I was so disappointed and so hot, I wanted to beat the brakes off of that fool, but, I mean, it was just, it's just little moments like that, or trips where I, I took a trip to New York for a meeting, and the meeting didn't go as planned, you know what I mean? Like, everything didn't iron out the way that everybody agreed on. Is that when you took the picture of Hope? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. I, same that's, trip, same trip. That's what came out of that. You know what I mean? The blessing that came out of that was the picture with Ho. But, bro, it was a meeting. I set it up. Everything was supposed to go smooth, and just no, you know, the all partners didn't show up, and that was like one of the moments where I was I was meeting an investor at the time, a young dude who wanted to invest, you know, in my creativity, and I was just setting up another play for him, and it was just like 
you know, it didn't fall through. But a good thing was that he saw my character in, in that. He knew that that wasn't my intention, was to not make it go through and try to get over him. So he saw my character to the point where we were able to still work together outside of that and build a relationship. So it was it's things like that where, like, I was on that trip, like, again, bro, like, being an entrepreneur, bro, my account was in the negative. Like, Gotta be in the negative. My account, I was in New York. And my account was in the negative, bro, on a business trip in a room full of millionaires, but I had negative three hundred dollars. <laughs> Gotta love it. And like trying to make I'm the I'm the person trying to like be the glue, but I'm the brokest person in the room. You know what I'm saying? So it was just shit like that that was just discouraging. Like, man, like that could have been my opportunity. It didn't go through. But you know what I mean? You realize that you're being guided by uh, you know, somebody above because that just wasn't the opportunity that was meant for you, you know. Like, so he guided you out of that in the best way he could. And that's just how I try to take things, like, more as a lesson. So just little, like, these are just little ones that I could just throw out. But, bro, it's so many. It's it's so many that I, you know, you'll be discouraged and want to walk away from, like, shit, getting my car repo. That shit was... Facts. That shit discouraged me, bro. That'll break your nigga heart. Bro, I felt like such a bum. Like, I felt like the biggest bum, bro. Like, the biggest bum. And that was like around the time that I was having rough times with now my wife because I was literally being a bum, nigga. Like, and she was strong enough to tell me that. You know, she was beautiful, strong enough, graceful enough to tell me that, but I didn't know how to take it at the time because I didn't want to believe it, but that's what I was being. So it's just like moments like that, bro, that where you could give up right there. Like I could have just been like, let me go get that, let me go get a job. I could have went and you know, the job at Southwest where I got the job, but I failed the drug test because I smoked before I went. Like, so did I really want the job or was I just trying to fucking do it? Because, you know what I mean? My wife said, go get a job or, you know, whatever you need to do because we got bills to pay. So I'm really trying to do this entrepreneur thing, but I'm really procrastinating on it. But at the same time, I'm not trying to be responsible and take care of my, my home, too putting all the pressure on her to be strong and then me sitting around i'm smoke a joint or something now when she looking at me like come on bro what are you doing i'm sitting there like what you mean what i'm doing like looking like a bum bro so it's like you gotta cut you gotta go and pick yourself up out of that because i had to go to counseling bro i went and seek the counselor you know check my mental health and start working out more consistently and like you have to check yourself because when somebody loves you enough to tell you that, especially, you know, now my wife loves you enough to tell you the real about yourself, bro, you got to be able to take that as a man and, like, incorporate that in your life and be proactive on it. No, it ain't going to be perfect right off the rip. Like, I try to express to her, it ain't, I ain't going to fix it all in one moment, but, like, I just want to show you that I'm going to work on it, you know what I mean? Like, from where I was there to where I am now, hopefully you see progression. And I just want to keep progressing in that way. And so those are the moments like, bro, it's just it's life moments like regular, bro. It ain't just like, you know what I mean? It's moments every day where that shit be hard, bro. Where that shit be hard. Where my mom and my dad, you know, they retired. I see my mom, my dad retired. He worked at the post office for 30 years. He retired now. But because of their financial literacy, bro, they in a situation where, you know, they live in at the bare minimum so i'm trying to be responsible bro i'm trying to be responsible as you know me being here they did they brought me here 
And I feel like now it's my responsibility, them taking care of me for all this time, well beyond 18. Like they shouldn't be having to live like that. But of course, it's hard to build a business, take care of your family, all at the same time. So no, it ain't gonna all be perfect right off the rip. But my goal, my intention for my life, in my time and being here is to try to make everybody like my immediate family at least around me life better like in your prayer you were saying like that's why i was sitting here like man shaking my head because your your prayer was on point bro like it's it, we bear that responsibility now like that is that responsibility that i bear now and i see that so much more now with you know being away from my parents and stuff now taking care of my wife and my kid and stuff but still knowing like okay are my parents gonna be able to do what they because i see they situation y'all worked your whole life and now we are still in a situation where because california is so expensive y'all bear, y'all living at the bare minimum and it shouldn't be like that so stuff like that is just like those are all still things that are current like problems not even problems but current situations that you just want to improve mind you you got to be mindful of everything else that's going on in the world where people don't got water and all shit like like the, the minimal things so you got your own set of things in your head people got way worse problems or way less whatever you want to call it but that should be rough bro like all of that is a reason to fucking give up on your shit and be like you know what fuck it i'm gonna do something that's it's way all, easier every day it is every like day. to be like i can just stop right now bro because this shit is too much bro i gotta fix this i gotta fix that this ain't wrong this person want a refund this person want this fix hey what about my order oh can you, you know do this can you do that i need this but you just try to manage it the best you can bro because all of that can make you not want to do what you do bro and be creative it can hinder that shit and knowing that you have the responsibility of everyone on your shoulders is added weight but it's the reason it's the weight that you need to keep going yeah right that's the motivation right there it's going down in the because comments. you have people you have people who want to help you you know what i mean like like support. again shout out to my wife shout out to my friends shout out to my mom and my dad who support let me turn their garage into a silk screen shop Talk like, your shit. shout out to these people who see it my mm. brother who built the silk screen thing shout out to my brother jason who consistently keeps me motivated inspired talks to me keep my head on my shoulders like I love all of them for that, but it takes a team of people who first you believe in yourself because, you know, I remember when I called myself Johnny Fresco. I was like, what the hell is Johnny who Fresco, is bro? This? What are you who? doing? That is not your name, bro. But then I got my first commercial and she saw residuals kept coming through in the mail. Hey, and Johnny now my Fresco? name is hey. Johnny Fresco on her phone. Hey, you know? hey Fresco. <laughs> What's up? So it's like, you know what I mean? Like I saw that before, you know, you just got to see your shit before everybody else see it because eventually they'll start, you know, it'll just start turning around like with a fucking chair singer or whatever where they hit the button they turn around like eventually you get air you know one person one person turn around next person turn around next person turn you know what i mean like come on man i know y'all see me believing in my shit like come on you know what i mean like turn around and rock with me so that's the only reason i'm here is because some friends don't believe in you bro some friends believe you no my friend my friends i should make you sad. i say my core group of friends like rock with me heavy heavy like Damn. You know I mean? heavy Jelly. heavy 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 and they've been doing that for years bro like mind you through ups and downs whatever it ain't perfect bro like we still go through all our shit you know people got have families got to do what they got to do but as far as having a team where people can be like oh i know such and such rock with you i know snacks i know t i know jason i know cam i know your brother i know I know all these people, DA. I know, you know, your core group of people rock with you. You know what I mean? So 
shout out to them, bro, because I, you know, I definitely wouldn't be even close to being here without them because I would have gave up already for sure, bro. And I tried to a few times. <laughs> the, I, I also want to give. I want to have two conversations with you, um, and these are the two final conversations. But I, I also I can't praise uh, Juice Bonisha enough because she's one of the most fashionable, one of the most stylish people that I've seen, and she she always says this: "I made you a monster." Because she really, when I really put it, when I was on my journey, she taught me how to shop. She taught me the ability to shop. I'm watching this woman go in there and buy designer shit. I ain't never seen. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, I've never desired design designer things you know um i don't have any designer like i don't own i never wanted one but the homie got designer the homegirls got designer so is designer important um do you think it's a, a necessity in a fashionable society i would say because i just said I, 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 excuse me for that because i said same when you said i never desired it but i gotta correct that because i did because i said in the beginning i wanted to model because i wanted to wear designer shit and wear oh, yeah. the runway i and never travel. was like i so never like really, i like goyard though i do I, like the design of goyard I, I i mean i just like it because i've always seen it as a way to like take that and express it in my own way you know what i mean mind you when i would have had to uh, rip the runway if I ever do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I gotta wear it how they yeah. see it style. But I just I don't know. Just being in that high fashion sense, being around that, seeing that, like that trip to Barcelona, that was the first time I seen a top man, which is the shop from Europe. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a H and M Zara type. But mm -hmm. Top Man was out there before it came here, and I went in there, and they had a, a cheetah print tie, and I was like, bro, I'd never seen a cheetah print whole cheetah print tie. Like that's fly as hell. I came back and I made his favorite hoodie, which is the Dead Fresh with the cheetah print pocket on it. Because I was cheetah like... Cheetah print is a, is a thing. I never thought, but before that, I had never looked at cheetah print and was like, I'm going to do that for a, something a guy would wear or a girl would like. I mean, of course, a girl, my aunt loves cheetah, but a guy would wear on a hoodie. But I seen that and it just sparked that like, okay, the cheetah, boom. So just seeing like, I feel like seeing high fashion stuff... I've always had the eye to where I could see it and then like internalize that and then like regurgitate it in my own way. Like I seen the high fashion, but let me like run like it through Mignotis. my filter. Yeah. Well, not. <laughs> 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 they, they, I, I mean. <laughs> don't speak ahead. Don't, don't do it. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Master P, man. Because that's uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't he like, I've called me, man. But I want to meet Master P. I promise you, I want hey, to, bro. Me, so I don't want to speak yeah. bad on those, but man, I feel like it's a it's a couple things we could do to those to to really, you know, what I mean, get them going, 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 like. Cause I, I'm gonna be honest, man. They cool, but you know what I mean. I would love to sit with him and just be like, be able to have an honest conversation and be like, hey, man, you be honest with me about mine because I ain't always all the way where I'm supposed to be. And I'll be as open and honest about my fashion sense on, on, on you know what I mean, what you got going on with the kicks because he got something there. The fucking shoes are so bad, bro. He got something there, but he just, he, it's going to take something to get him somewhere, man. It's going to take a little, uh, take the a couple tweaks. And get, make it your own, man. But I, 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 I rock with him, just running through the filter, the Johnny filter, bro. And I, <laughs> Shit, I, I'll give you something that uh, he can't say, it, but I will. I will say. It. Nah, that's As because a I, yeah, I I'm, not fuck, I'm not fucking with that. I want to. Yeah, we can Master still meet him. He still he know. Master P know. I hope he know. Yeah, it's niggas. But in they this. gotta be selling it. I know Romeo. Like, hey, pop. We not. I don't, I don't know. Hey, but it's all about 
having the effort. Like we said, the mistakes and that criticism, that's the biggest, those are the biggest omens that you can find right there. Because if you're sitting on your couch not doing shit, if you on your couch in Portugal, nigga, on your cousin's couch, nigga, not doing nothing, you can do something or you can't. It's either, it's either one. You can choose to. It's all about being a God. And we love God because he's the ultimate creator, infinite knowledge. So get your knowledge up, get your creativity up and create, man. But like I tell my artist friends, anyone, don't make music, be music. Don't make product, be product. Take the responsibility head on. You are a God, truly. And God's no gods, and gods will align other gods, and you're going to end up talking to them. Y'all going to have a conversation, whether it be on Facebook Live or not. But I promise you, the God community is growing. The God crew is growing, and we about to do this fast. I'm about to pass this mic over to Johnny Fresh. Do whatever you want. These are the final words. Do whatever, say whatever, wrap this thing up, man. The stage is yours, my brother. Man, thank y'all for listening, bro. Anybody who tuned in, shout out to everybody that hit me along the way and told me y'all was tuning in. I hope y'all got to catch some. Uh, shout out to my wife and my daughter tuning in. Thank y'all, I love y'all. And shit, man, appreciate y'all. Check out DeadFreshCrew.com, at DeadFreshCrew on Instagram, at Johnny Fresco on Instagram. Hit me up if y'all got any questions about fashion. Um, I silk screen and print for other businesses, too. I design, my cousin do editing, video. We got all the graphics on lock. Shit, my boys do music, he do music. You know, we, whatever you, <laughs> shit, come through, man. We got the green screen, you know what I mean? We, we working, bro. He saw us downtown, we was working. Working. Trying to get some photos in, promote some shorts and stuff, and happened to catch an improv too, promo photo for man. this too. So it's like, that's just I look God, a little thirsty God. on that pic. I can't. Bro, lie. that picture. That I'm picture a little is, thirst. That picture is great, bro. Like three percent thirst. That's that's proactive, bro. Ninety-seven percent. God, you hear me? Yeah, that's being no proactive. shame. So shout out to shout out to y'all, man. Follow us on Instagram. Y'all have any? Like I said, any questions? You need, got any print needs or anything like that? I can definitely help you out. Question. That's it, <laughs> Reverend. From Reverend to Ratchet, single. Excuse me. I learned that single was staying by yourself, working on yourself, not taking calls, not taking dates. Dating is dating, and then married is married. So, from Reverend to Ratchet, would you recommend marriage or a committed relationship? I mean, it's probably not for everybody, but I would recommend it. I feel like I, like, honestly, I feel like I got super powered up when, like, I committed to my wife, and, you know, we just said we gonna do this thing like i feel like stuff just start falling in place bro just as far as us getting a place and just just little things like shit me being able to pay off my car she paid off her car like we just trying to do little things to position ourselves and i feel like yeah for me it was a blessing bro because like i said i feel like i'm super powered up now like i got a woman who's actually way stronger than me way stronger way more beautiful way more intelligent way more everything you know what i mean and she just fills me up with that. Like, you know, even with the the designer stuff, I'm like, man, I told her about the message that my boy was mad at about the cool Kai. And she was like, you better than him. And I'm just like, it's just little stuff like that, that she just like, like, what are you talking about? Like, just charging me up every time. Oh, you should do this. Oh, always offering advice. Like, so when you can have somebody like that in your corner, I would say, yeah, I would recommend it. But it ain't easy. Like, we had to go through counseling. That's where I met my boy Thomas, who said he was tuning in, too. Shout out to him if he did. Because we became good friends. We met in counseling at Faithful Central Wedding Counseling. And we went through that because, shit, we was neighbors. Me and her grew up 11 years old, right next door to each other. 
So she's seen everything, every girl, every everything, bro. So she's always been like, you know what I mean? What is he doing? Because I always knew I loved her from the first day I seen her. But again, when you go into it with a mindset where you just, you know, your older brothers, your mom is like, man, just, you know what I mean? And you just take him and you see him. All right, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna run around like, you know, you don't, you you kind of just get lost in that youth, and then I, so we had to come back around and just work out our problems. You know what I mean? Work through everything we had been through from shit eleven to now, really, bro. From the, and then the time we first had sex until now, and then when we start dating until now, and when we broke up, bro, after we had our kid and getting back together, like we had stuff that we had to work out where. It wasn't easy, bro. Like, my story ain't perfect. I ain't, like, the greatest guy walking on earth because I ain't never did nothing. Like, I'm the greatest guy walking on earth because I'm going to be honest about everything I did do. You know what I mean? I want to be as fully, like, own up to everything I've done and be fully responsible because that's what got me here. So having her, I would say, to answer the question, yes, I would recommend marriage because... You got somebody who's willing to go through the whole thing with you. You know what I mean? Like, you can be completely vulnerable, completely honest. And that's like your best friend. You know what I mean? Like, you going home to your best friend every day. This getting some ass tonight. Jeremy! So it's like, that shit is... That was... That shit is real, bro. And we, we've came a long way. So shout out to her because she's put up with my shit, bro. And the scariest moment for me is when I thought I she wasn't going to be mine no more when I thought I lost her, bro. Because I was always so arrogant, so cocky. Like, oh, she liked me. Like, she was always so honest, you know, because women to be honest, bro. They they not scared. They don't hide. They, she was honest. I like you from the rip. And I'm like, yeah, I like you too. Like, you know what I mean? But... I'm going to go be a dumbass dude because that's what I'm going to do. So I'm just be foolish. So she rocked with me through all of that, bro. Through all of that. So I feel like I owe her the biggest responsibility. And, like, I just want to make my life about, like, making her life easier as much as I can. But sometimes I still get caught up because we're doing our entrepreneur thing. You get caught up in everything you got to do. So I'll be frustrated at something else. I'll be a little grumpy or something. And sometimes she'll catch some of that. I got to apologize and be like, you know, sorry. I love you. Like, my bad. That wasn't for you. Like, I just got to own up and be that, too. So I want to ask you the craziest marriage, question yes. right now. <laughs> I really do. And marriage sex is fire. Can I ask you a crazy question or no? Or I'm going to ask you, but you could just, you can say yes or no. All right, you can answer it or not answer it. Because this is coming from the truest place in my heart. I just want to say that. What about cheating? Do you think about that? Like, how does that, how do you handle that? Because that's really where it is. I don't, I don't want to get in a committed relationship because I really feel like I don't think I'm disciplined enough to keep I, it tipped up. I cheated. I cheated on her. Like, I'm not going to lie. Before we got married, I did. And that was like part of the problem because I did do that. And I don't mean to, and sorry if I'm being too honest, I embarrass her. Or that, I apologize. It's honest. It's honesty. We um, I did, bro, and I was, I was, I wasn't being truthful. I was, you know, you know, Instagram, you know what I mean, flirting, you know, doing stupid shit, DMs, like stuff like that. And it's like, I, I, yeah, I was there, so I ain't gonna say I don't think about it, bro. Even 
being married, bro, we natural. You human, bro. I'm sure she see she loved Michael B. Jordan, bro. Yeah, so that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah, she see dudes in, that in she general. Liked. I wasn't. I didn't, I didn't mean, and I should have said that in, yeah, in, in the so beginning. Like, Not personally. Just, just. Well, yeah, it's really personal. How do you? Uh, yeah. So I look because that's it. a big thing, bro. I, I I look at it sometimes, bro. But honestly, and maybe it's being too honest again when I have those moments where it's like, man. I really want to have sex, but I can't. I don't want to just go run out and get some ass. I just jack off real quick, bro. And shit, bro, I be all right. At least I got that one <laughs> off. You know what I mean? And if I still really need to go fuck, bro, then, then maybe I really got a problem. But you can even be honest about that, bro. I can't, like, that's what I'm saying about being married. I came to my wife and I'm like, babe, I feel like I'd be jacking off like too much. Like, it's going OD. Like, I think I'm getting addicted or something. And she's like, damn, we got to fix that. Like, for porn, I be using my 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 Fire Stick, the internet uh, browser, <laughs> so you could put it on the TV. It's crazy. So, so you got full H. You know what bro, I'm saying? 1080p. I'm only on on the phone. I'm bro, on the phone. Exactly. We got. That's what I'm saying. Is levels to porn. And I'm learning. So but I, I got to get my because like porn when you marry. It, 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 it babe, helps, I'm bro. not. What? It helps, bro. So you OT, babe, at home. I'm horny as fuck. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta Fire Stick it. Yeah, you just gotta. You, sometimes you gotta give one off, or just be honest. Like, babe, I, you know, I feel like I've been going at it too much. Like, can we fix that? And I'm sure she don't want you to be like stuck on the phone, bro. So she could be like, all right, we gotta fix that. And she I just, just try. I try to be honest like that, bro. But you know, I be up. I be active. So you know, like I be, I be having the urges. All I be up. I run at four a.m. Like in the morning, right after I run and stuff, bro. I be. I'm full of energy, bro. Ready. I'm ready. So it's just like, you just, some, and sometimes you just got to let it, like, you just got to let that feeling, because it's just a moment, too. You got to let that feeling pass and just be I like, all right, I wanted fast. to fuck, bro, but let me be fast. Let me be strong and yeah. not fuck. Let me, you know what I mean? You could do that, too. But. I need this fast. And listening to everything you said from beginning to end, I am excited to see the movie, bro, with the story, the origin of it, the success. I need to see it. I need a to movie? see it. What Hell movie? yeah, your movie, nigga. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny you said that because he keeps saying like, yeah. bro, we, you need to make a movie. But I'm like, bro, a movie Inshallah. about like a, a movie about me, bro. Like, it just seems like I'm like, I guess you everything could have you just it said, with, nigga. I'm about to go viral, nigga. All the shit you just said, nigga, with the neighbor, with, you know, with my wife and there. Like we could write a dope love story. and fresco. <laughs> That's the title, bro. That Facts. would be hard. But that, I mean, I would, I would be honored bro, to be able to, like, have that in movie form and people be able to be inspired by it. Like, that's my real goal. Love and Fresh Go, man. Coming soon. Shout well, out to Snacks. Snacks been getting a lot of shout outs. That's my dog, bro. Him, my brother Jason, him is, like, two of my closest best friends, bro. Like, those, those, those are my dogs. Those are my dogs. So I can't be around music and not think about Bro, as far as music goes, he's a genius with the music, bro. Bro, here's the beat. Fresh go about to give us a freestyle because he said he rapped. We played his video <laughs> earlier. What a freestyle. <laughs> <All right, man. laughs> hey, we up out of here, man. I love y'all. God talk, please. Deadfreshcrew.com. We here every fucking week, three days a week, man. I, I don't know what we doing. We crazy, but I, I love it. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 a.m. Shout out to Johnny Freshco. Shout out to Cuzzo doing him. He's been working the whole fucking time. He ain't took his mask on. Look, stick it. No corona, man. Stick it. Hey, right, we out of here, man. I'll see y'all on Friday. Fun Friday. Thank I'm, y'all, man. I'm going to try and get a DJ in this motherfucker for Friday.
Maybe I'm gonna call Jamal. Yeah, I was about to say. Fuck it. Shout out Jamal. Fuck it, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. I see y'all have a good week. Today is work Wednesday. Get your fucking entrepreneurship in. You gotta go downtown, take your black ass downtown. You gotta do your push up, do your push up, take your ass to the studio, do your makeup, beat your face. Use your skills today, man. Work Wednesday. I see y'all Friday. Peace. Peace.